So what's the best trading psychology book? There are many great books out there, Trading in the Zone, Dr. Steenbarger, many, many have written books, but I think Trading in the Zone is very high up there, maybe the, the number one, at least in the top three, I would say. And today I have picked a few quotes and tips from the book. Um, and we will cover, we go through them and I will try to explain them what they mean and how to use them actually in, in one's own training. So the link for the book will also be in the video description. It's not going to be an affiliate link or whatever. You can just get the book. We don't earn any commission. Um, just get the book. It's really great. So the first quote is the consistency you seek is in your mind, not in the markets. Uh, so people, when, when I ask them, what do you want? They want consistent results. They want consistent winning trades. As a trader, obviously, that makes sense. But then when you dig deeper and when you look at how they approach their trading, it's everything but consistent. It's completely all over the place. And, consist and in my videos, I often say, um, if you want to have consistent results, you need to have consistent actions. But Mark Douglas goes one step even beyond that or even prior to that, and he said, Con the consistency starts in your mind and that's very very true um, obviously because um, how you think about trading and how you have or how you're dealing with your mindset that is determining how you then approach your trading and that is going to determine your results in in the market so it all starts in your mind it's about how you manage losing streaks how you deal with losses in general um, can you pick yourself up after a set of losing trades um, do you get overconfident after a string of winning trades all of those things obviously will influence the way you you trade and then those will influence your your results so um, consistent thinking consistent mindset consistent actions consistent results that's usually how it goes and i've picked another quote which we will find uh, later on which where or where we will talk about more about uh, the mindset and losses in general but the next one that i've picked are mark douglas's five fundamental truths so anything can happen that's the first one very very important um, and it, it goes hand in hand with the second one. So the second one is you don't need to know what is going to happen next in order to make money. And whenever I go on a YouTube live or whenever I read comments on YouTube channels or on YouTube uh, videos, very often the traders ask me, um, understandably, is uh, how do you avoid uh, fake outs? How do you know that a breakout is not going to work out before it happens? And the answer is you don't know. And the, and the second answer is it is not your job as a trader to know what is going to happen next. Your job as a trader, um, as we will see in point four here actually, is to just execute your rules, execute your trading plan uh, as consistently, which brings us back to the previous slide, as possible. And you don't need to know what is going to happen um, before it happens. Absolutely not necessary. Obviously, it's also not possible. Uh, other than, um, and that's the one exception, if you have a crystal ball, then obviously you will know what is going to happen next. But if you don't have a crystal ball, um, you, you will not going to know about what will happen in the future. So the more important thing then is that you learn to cut your losses and let your winning trades run. This is way, way more important than actually knowing what is going to happen next because it is more actionable, obviously. So instead of worrying about uh, what is going to happen next, which you obviously will never know, um, just focus on executing your rules, execute your system as religiously, as consistently as you can. And when you're in a winning trade, let it run to your target. And when you're in a losing trade, get out, don't let it get out of hand. Number three, there's a random distribution between wins and losses for any given set of variables. 
that define an edge. All right, <laughs> what does it mean in plain English? It means that if you have three losing trades in a row, is it more likely to have another loss or is it more likely to have a winning trade? Many people will probably say one or the other. Uh, in reality, you don't know and it, it's, uh, you don't, you cannot know. Um, this is exactly where random distribution come in. Even if you have six or even if you have 60 losing trades in a row, it doesn't mean that another losing trade is uh, not as likely as having a winning trade. And many people always believe that, oh wow, I've had five losses in a row. The next trade must be winning trade. I'm much, much overdue. And what will happen? You will just risk way too much money on your trade because you falsely believe that now you're overdue. Now the statistics are in your in your favor. And it's the same that is true for, uh, I read the study that people believe that if they choose their lottery numbers themselves instead of going for the random uh, number picking thing, AI tool, uh, they have a higher chance of finding winning or have finding the the winning um, the winning uh, combination and humans in general are very very bad when it comes to statistics and I really would recommend anyone to just learn a little bit of basic statistical knowledge it will really help you not only in trading but also in your general uh, life to make better decisions um, so this is very important number three number four an edge is nothing more than an indication of a higher probability of one thing happening over another what does this mean even? So an edge is obviously something that everybody wants to know or wants to have. And an edge pretty much means that um, whatever your set of trading rules, if you have an edge, it will shift the probabilities in your favor. Um, and the way you create an edge is in trading, stacking confluence factors on top of each other. So let's assume we are having a multi-time frame approach, which I do. And uh, let's assume we are starting with a higher time frame and we look for a specific trending pattern. And let's assume we are looking for a candlestick. So let's assume we have a pullback and then we have an engulfing candle in the pullback, which is great. And it means that maybe more than 50%, let's assume 51 or 52% of the time, um, you're going to have a, a move that is going to increase or that is going to go in line with the pullback. So it's in your favor, 50, let's just say 51% of the time. And that is great because it's higher than 49. Um, and it's more likely to happen versus not to happen. So then we go to a lower time frame where we then look, for example, for a moving average crossover or just a moving average in general and a trend change, maybe a divergence where uh, the downtrend is going into an uptrend into the direction of the higher time frame pullback. And if you find all of those things, maybe then the chances will go from 51% to 60% or 55% which is great because it improves your edge because it's uh, then you are more likely to find one thing that has a higher probability uh, of happening versus another thing, which is it's not going to happen. So what does it mean is that you just have different tools in your trading strategy that you stack on top of each other um, and then you can follow them and it will help you put the odds a little bit more in your favor. Every moment in the market is unique, which is pretty much, um, yeah, very similar to point one or even point three. I didn't get what uh, the specific point about this is. Maybe if you are more enlightened than me, let me know in the comments below. But for now, let's move on. There are more interesting ones coming as well. 
And the next quote that I picked is, Forex trading requires the learning, the types of skills that people just aren't simply used to learning, mental skills. And obviously, I wouldn't have picked it if this, <laughs> this isn't very true, so this is very true. And what it means is that, think about it, how are we being brought up when you are in high school or even in uh, elementary school? The teachers tell you what to learn so that you get good grades, so that you can pass into the next grade. Then the same thing happens in uh, high school. Then the same thing happens in college. Uh, you are being told what to learn, and if you do that, you will do great, and you will, you will go on to the next stage. The same thing happens in your job, then. You're being told what to do um, by your boss, and if you do that, you get your monthly salary and maybe even a promotion after 20 years. And in trading, obviously nothing like this will ever happen because nobody is going to tell you what to do. Nobody gives a damn about what you're doing, if you're doing your work, how you do your work, if you have rules, if you follow your rules. And this is just one simple difference. So in trading, you need to be very disciplined and you need to be able to motivate yourself and you need to uh, be able to just put in the time without everybody, uh, anyone standing behind you. So this is just one uh, difference of how... Uh, trading is different when it comes to the mindset. Obviously, there are many things that are also uh, needed. Um, one of the more important or interesting things is the concept of delayed gratification, which means that um, you do the hard work now and you reap the benefits later. So it's the complete opposite from, for example, uh, you have the cake and you just eat it and then obviously the reward is that it, takes, it tastes amazing, but the downside is you will get fat and you won't feel great after a few years if you eat cakes every day. Um, the concept of delayed gratification would be that you don't eat the cake, you go to the gym, which is not fun for the most part, and then in a few months, in maybe two years, you will have a much healthier body, maybe look better. This is the concept of delayed gratification. You put in the time now, to put in the work now, and then later down the road somewhere, maybe not even at any point in time, you will get the rewards. And the same is true in trading. You have to show up every single day, you have to do the hard work, and then maybe one day you will see an improvement in your trading. And obviously there are many, many different uh, ways how the trading mindset differs. Maybe that's a uh, video topic for another time. And the last one, which I find very interesting, um, it's called the, primary, uh, the, the four primary trading fears. And the quote says, 95% of the trading errors you are likely to make, causing the money to just evaporate before your eyes, will stem from your attitudes about being wrong, losing money, missing out, and leaving money on the table. And he calls that, Mark Douglas, the four primary trading fears. So again, what are the, tr the four fears? Being wrong, losing money, missing out, and leaving money on the table. Being wrong, obviously nobody likes to do that, and nobody likes to be proven wrong, because often we also get our ego attached, especially if you are maybe trading in a group, maybe even you share your trades openly, so you're even more attached. And um, also some traders derive all of their self-worth uh, self from trading if you don't have anything else going on in your life. You derive your whole self-worth from trading. Um, so being wrong, losing money are obviously not nice things and nobody likes to lose money. Uh, nobody. Uh, that's the how cold heart uh, truth. But it's one thing that traders just have to overcome because you're going to lose money every single day, every single week uh, because 
this is just the job as a trader. Nothing works 100% of the time. Sometimes the trades will work out. Sometimes they won't work out. And how you deal with losing money is going to define your long-term chances of being profitable. If you can't lose money, if you, every time you lose money, you completely uh, lose it. You uh, go very, very uh, on tilt. Um, you go to range mode, rage mode, you go to revenge trading, obviously, then you have no chance of ever becoming profitable. Missing out the number three is also something that sucks. And uh, many traders, when we mentor them, uh, we help them understand. And we just recently had a discussion in our mentoring group with Moritz and, and me, because this topic came up. Um, missing trades is not good because it can lead to a whole cascade of other things happening or not happening so if you miss a trade for example um, that you should have taken and you see it would have worked out then obviously this is not great because you just missed uh, making money and what does it create it creates a sense of urgency the next time maybe you get more impatient maybe it leads to making bad decisions maybe you just take the next trade that you know you shouldn't have taken but you're just still emotional about the last trade so it's very important that um, you are aware of that first of all and then also if you see that missing trades is something that happens uh, over and over again you have to understand why is this actually happening why am i missing trade am i missing trade uh, trades because i just they just happened during my night and there's no way i can catch them that's one very important realization am i missing trades because uh, my process is not on uh, is not uh, on point, and maybe I'm watching Netflix at the side, playing video games, being in a chat room all day, and I'm just very very distracted. Um, then fix that. And the last point about missing or why you may miss trades is maybe you have issues with the confidence and you just don't trust your setup and your system. Then it's time to get back to your drawing board, write trading plans, create a checklist, do some backtesting to just create um, more confidence, maybe even scale back your position size. And obviously missing out and leaving money on the table go hand in hand, but also leaving money on the table, uh, uh, leaving money on the table uh, can also mean that you exit your winning trades too early, which could also be the case that you are maybe not trusting your system uh, well enough, and um, you are just yeah you just lack confidence and trust in the system, which comes with experience, which also can be related to maybe positions that are too big for your trading account. So check that out and uh, understand why you're having those issues. Um, it's always there's always something behind those actions. You're not just missing trades because you miss trades. There's always a reason why do you miss trades? Why do you leave money on the table? And if you have identified the why, then you can come up with a how to fix it, to improve your processes or just look at other ways. And that's it. Those are the trading tips from Trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas. Obviously, there are, there are so many other important things mentioned in the book that I'm not going to discuss here because it would just completely um, blow out the time. So get the book, read it. It's one of the best trading psychology books. And if you enjoy this uh, video series, uh, let me also know in the comments and I will make more of them. I do enjoy actually making those videos. Uh, the last, last week I talked about five quotes from the market wizards. And obviously today, <laughs> trading in the zone. So let me know what you think. And I may be back with more of those videos.